Hello, and welcome to Shakespeare, the roundtable discussion podcast where we talk about Shakespeare. My name is Chase, your mostly quiet producer. Today, we explore a show that is likely the contender for least performed in Shakespeare's canon. That's right, it's Timon of Athens. And now, on with the show. Michael started Cub Scouts. I saw, I saw it. I saw yeah. pictures. Super cute. Super adorable. He was super bored because we went to the pack meeting first because the den leader never got a hold of me from when the den meeting was. Uh, pack yeah. meeting? Boring. Oh, yeah. That's nothing. Den meeting? That's where it's at, right? Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. With Cub Scouts? Yeah, it's that's the den meeting. That's like crafts and like talking about where, popcorn yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, no. We talked about popcorn. Oh, God. <laughs> the the popcorn. pack meetings are probably going to be The lesser about. cookie. Yeah, no, but the, the pop- more expensive. The, pop- the popcorn is better than the cookie. I buy popcorn every year anyway mm-hmm. because they've hobo marked my house that I'm a sucker for door to door sales. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great phrase. It is. There is a hobo mark somewhere on my house. Don't know where it is, but they all show it's up. Scratched, it's scratched under your, under your yeah. uh, mailbox. mailbox post. Most likely. Oh, well, the neighbor hit the mailbox. So we have a new mailbox post, so maybe I'll be good. <laughs> Or they'll remark it. They'll remark it. They'll remember. Yeah, it's, it's like not a, like it's, it's not like, like a circle with a line through it or something like that. It means this lady buys all the shit. This lady will buy some fucking popcorn. Speaking of, my kid's selling stuff. I know. School. Tell her to bring the thing tomorrow, and I'll. All right. Buy are we are are we still doing the yeah. thing tomorrow? Okay. Yeah. I haven't talked to Han because I've been. What well, she asked me to ask you if we were yeah. doing the thing. We're we're going. Up, it's not. This sounds so weird. Yeah, we're going up to Sutter Village. Yeah. So. Oh, nice. It's they have, not, it's they have a new exhibit, so I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll actually go then. Because it's like 1920s, and they've got old cars and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's a 1920 car dealership and mechanic shop. Yeah, so like that actually sounds, you know, when you grow up not far from Sauter Village. You've gone a bunch. It's not exciting, you know, to go to Sauter well, Village. Watching your kids go to the things that you always went to is kind of fun. We've got some technical things going on here. Yeah, I don't just Just... Trying to figure out the air circulation. Why don't you turn on the fan in that room? It will move air this way, too. I didn't realize the fan in that room was off. Otherwise, I would have. Did he just run into the door frame? (laughs) Yes, he did. He did. He ran into the door frame. Just getting used to where the walls are in this house, Chase? It was like 90 degrees yesterday. It was. It was hot today, too, during the day. Yeah, but it's so nice out tonight. I've been cold all day. You know what will warm you up? Nice ginger beer. <laughs> like the one I'm already drinking? Yeah. To crack into that ginger beer. Don't go too heavy, though. Yeah, I, don't like to, I don't like to see you too far into your ginger cups. <laughs> you get a little, little slap happy. <laughs> In my ginger cups? Yeah. You tend to get... El- it's, not, it's not that you're slap happy. It's You're all elbows at that point. And I don't understand how you elbow me from across the room when you're all jacked up on ginger. <laughs> Years of practice. Years of practice. I'm going to leave tonight all bruised up from your ginger escapades. She's on her ginger binge. And In case you couldn't ginger tell, binging. I slammed some coffee on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> so Beth is all hopped up on yeah. caffeine. I'm on the high of having been in the box office, selling tickets, selling my theater to people, telling them to come on in. We've got a great show. You can't see it anymore because today was the last day. But Walter Cronkite was dead was actually quite nice. It made me get a little verklempt in places. Uh, but for a two-woman show, most of the time those are just talking head things and I get super bored. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, Fran Martone, if you get a chance to see Fran Martone in anything, 
Um, she's directing The Revolutionists, which is the next show. The next show. show you guys are doing? Yeah. Which everybody should come to see because Laura Crawford's in it and Amy Reed. Oh, yeah. No, I heard about this one. Everybody yep. should come see that. It's amazing. It's going to be amazing. Because Fran Martone, she manages to take this character who just sits in a chair for most of the time. She never stops moving. Between getting stuff out of bags and doing stuff with her hands, like you would if you were sitting in an airport lobby. She just never stops moving. It was entrancing. Entrancing. Also, there was a terribly off-color joke about uh, Rosemary Kennedy, who had a lobotomy. <laughs> and any lobotomy joke is always... Like, if you can squirrel in a Kennedy lobotomy joke, you go, get some good Go writing. for it. Yeah. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Speaking of theater that people should go see, and I'm mentioning this now because when this airs, I think it'll yeah, be right be. around the corner. Yeah. Um, I'm directing Romeo and Juliet with Wait, this, this will drop Theater. In a couple, this will drop in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, two weeks from this past Wednesday. And mm-hmm. R&J goes up in three weeks from this past Thursday, so. So? Yeah, so Romeo and Juliet will be... Ready to Coming go. We'll be at Seago High School with Horizon Youth Theater. Coming to a high school not really close to anybody. <laughs> well, no. no, it's not far um, from Bowling Green. I gotta tell you, it's high school. Assuming my kids can get their lines memorized, it's gonna be freaking hysterical from start to finish. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see if I can come down. There's so much going on. It's October 3rd, 5th, and 6th. Oh, it's a Thursday, well, it's Saturday, not, t- it's not terrible for me. It's a, it's a little closer to you. I know, but we're going out of town. Mm. Wives, uh. week, wives weekend is 5th and 6th. Oh. We have a Thursday show. You can also come to a dress rehearsal. I might have to come down to a dress rehearsal. Did my, did, my wife, did my wife tell me to put that in my calendar? Yes. She probably didn't. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you get my husband next weekend. I get your wife the following weekend. Or two weekends yeah. after. But, uh... It's been a lot of fun uh, doing, for most of my kids, this is their first time Shakespearing, Shakespearing it up. It up. Um, we're struggling with memorization right now, but it's only the second day off book, so that's to be... Well, and also, I, I mean... To, yeah, I always like to tell yeah. That's still an age where it's hard to yeah, memorize. It's, it's hard to get it, and I, what I love listening to is when they get to a line that they almost know but they don't quite know but they know what the key words in it are and they just like throw those words out into the space in a way that's not coherent mm-hmm. um, and it gives me lines like lip something sin has purged okay You're, okay yeah. lip something sin has purged <laughs> lip something skin has purged and then we uh, did our we did a plain text read through of Act One today. Yeah, the col- like a colloquial. Yeah, with just Those making sure that they. Favorites. Oh, it was so funny, because uh, we were doing the opening scene, and my Belfazar goes, "Did you just flip me off?" And the whole cast lost it, and I went, "But that's that's accurate. what he's saying. That's what he's saying." Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a the the modern <laughs> appropriate. You and know. Uh, when we had the scene with Mercutio. And Benvolio looking for Romeo, and Mercutio goes into this whole thing. Well, I can summon Romeo by calling him like passion lover. Uh, my Mercutio goes, Romeo, stupid, <laughs> dummy, mopey Romeo, get out of the bushes. And it was the funniest thing that happened in rehearsal today. Was the phrase mopey Romeo, get out of the bushes. I think I'm gonna need that one on a T-shirt. Hey, mopey Romeo, get, get out, out of the, the bushes. bushes. Yeah. Um, but we are, yeah, we're we're framing it on a playground. Elementary school students. I told the kids we're making it a comedy from start to finish. 
They've been having a great time with it. Every day one of them comes up to me and is like, can I be doing this in the background of recess? And my answer is always yes. As long as you don't detract. Exactly. We've been talking a lot about that background don't, acting and this is don't, where the don't focus ups, is. Don't upstage. You are upstage. Don't upstage. Um, don't upstage, but if the audience happens to look at you instead of the main action, they should be cracking up at what you're doing. And they're they're doing that very well. I'm good. I'm Which glad. This is great. I'm excited for it. I'm gonna have to try to find time to come down. If it's to address rehearsal, I'll let you. I'll look at. I write the schedule. I should know what my work schedule is. You think? I write the schedule. You could give yourself Tuesday, October first, this afternoon off, and come help me build geodome. Oh, I definitely have to work that day. <laughs> I think I'm out of town on a tonight assignment. It's it's just uh, putting a geodome together. Oh, I'm, have to I'm, build it. I'm, It'll come. I'm off that day if you do need help. You should come help me build a geodome. It's a Tuesday. Can, I'm think always of how off. many theaters you outsource your help to now. You've come and helped at the village. Yeah, I mm-hmm. used. I've yeah. So I've helped anywhere that's asked. Really, you know. Well, the trouble is that the school has some event Monday of Tech Week in the auditorium. So you can't so do it ahead of time. You can't do it on the weekend. Can't uh, yeah. we can build our jungle gym ahead of time because it's just a bunch of platforms that can be moved. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I have a feeling that the geodome once constructed is going to need to stay put. Because I don't know that we're going to be able to move is, it. Is going to stay put until the raffle where you are raffling the geodome off. Yes. Excellent. So, hey, if you want a geodome... You want a geodome. It's five and a half feet tall, 12 feet in diameter, and it's my focal set piece. You, you gotta, have a backyard you could put it in. I do. I do. I have a kid that'd probably love a geodome in the backyard. Yeah. Did you want to make sure you only saw your kid <laughs> hanging upside down by her knees for like six months straight? That would amuse the hell out of me. She'd be out <laughs> there in the middle of the water. She'd be like, Dad, look! Yeah, that's the problem, though. <laughs> Dad, watch me. Dad, watch me do this thing. I've watched you do it 700 times. You going to do something different this time? No. <laughs> and I'm not going to watch do anything. When I... Dad, at Dad, At that point, you, Dad. Teach them, you teach your contact juggling. That way, you've got something new to look at. Mm. The moment I knew definitively I had the correct Mercutio is the moment when I was describing the set to my actors, and my Mercutio goes, can I deliver the Queen Mab speech while hanging upside down from the geodome? Why, yes, you can. I had to tell him no, but only because, because the Capulet party is happening in the geodome. I'm sorry. Worst director. <laughs> I know, I'm the worst. Out of all of the adults I know, you're probably the suckiest. Mm, that's cold, Obi Wan. I know. I'm aware of her husband. I don't know how to take this back now. This got way too serious. I think you should have let him hang upside down. I I am letting him hang upside down at another point, but he can't do it during Queen Mab because that's where the Capulet party is taking place, is under the geodome. As well it should be. Fine. Are there twinkle lights? Not yet, but talk to my kids and they'll ask about it. I like twinkle lights. Beth's, Beth's going to start sending Is messages to, party? to Horizon kids going, hey, you should ask Cassie about some twinkle it's, lights. No, that doesn't go well. You can't, you can't send random messages to other people's children. It comes off creepy, even if you are an adult woman who is a mother of other children. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't say I was going to do it. No, it'd be super weird if you did it. I was just thinking you should do it because that would be funny for me. That's the one benefit to being a woman over being a man. Is like I can go to a pool, a public pool by myself, and nobody thinks I'm a weirdo. 
It's true. Mm-hmm. Same with amusement parks. Nobody thinks I'm strange. Kids movies, if I want to go in the afternoon by myself, it's okay. I mean, I think you're strange. I'm strange for different reasons. Like, I'm strange because I don't necessarily make sense. That's very true. That's okay. I'm, I love that about myself. You know what else doesn't necessarily make sense? Timon of Athens. Timon of Athens. Timon of Athens. Pumbaa of Athens. Pumbaa of Athens. That's Just wait till we get to Archiblades. Archiblades? There's some weird so, names there. Ar- Ar- what, what about what about Ar- Armin Peters or whatever the other guy? Armin Hammer. The other Armin guy. Peters and Ar- you mean Ape Mantis? Ape Mantis. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ape, the Ape Mantis. The Ape Mantis. Well, sometimes Ape. it's written as Aper Mantis too. So, so it's a it's side character more. for Aquaman. The uh, Ape Mantis. Instead of Black Mantis, his on land villain is ape mantis ah, yes. he's a hybrid between a praying mantis it's what and happens when ape. you leave black mantis and Groog alone together too long <laughs> Jesus are you in, are you impressed by my villain knowledge or are you just upset I'm, by the idea I'm saddened by both Saddened by both on this, the Shakespeare podcast. That's right, it is the Shakespeare podcast. Uh, we figured out what episode we were on last time, but I didn't think about it. I believe, I believe it's... Are we at 50? I, th- I think this is 49. 49? Once we get 100, we, we get syndicated, right? This we're is an episode... We're plays before we hit 100. No, we're not. If we're at 49? This is episode 49. They're doing math right now for our listening audience. <laughs> they are uh, clearly both we're not hit, math We're going to hit at least, majors. what, 75? Yeah, we're about 74, 75. Somewhere there. Well, and then, it and doesn't mean games. we're going to run out of material. No, but we we're going to run out of plays. plays. Yes. Then we got to do the sonnets, then we got to do special things, then we got to... Well, and also, there's some plays that we could probably revisit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to revisit Romeo and Juliet eventually. Hmm. That silence right there. <laughs> Just Ryan Hathel trying to figure out if he could not be a jackass for two hours. He's not sure it's possible, and neither are we. He's Man, that's a tough one. I'm also well outside of his arm's reach for slapping. <laughs> not without mu- knocking the microphone over. Yeah, I'd have to knock the mic over, and I don't want to do that. Which we is. don't have a theater company that is generating money at the moment, so that's kind of the one we got. I could buy another one of those. Don't slap me and break it, though. <laughs> anyway, let's introduce ourselves. Okay, I am Beth Roars. I'm Ryan Hathill. I'm Cassie Greenley. And I'm Chase Greenley. And like we said, this is the Shakespeare Podcast, and we are talking about Timon of Athens. For our episode 50 spectacular. 49. 49? Is it 49? It's 49. Okay. This next, is episode 49. Week. Okay, next episode is episode Don't 50 worry. spectacular, Before... which we will be talking about Timon of Athens. Yeah, we will still be talking about so Timon of Athens. We, we're starting off this beer podcast with some old style, which makes sense, because this is probably one of the oldest set plays. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The time period in which this play is set. Is oh, yeah. Set. As far as Shakespeare's concerned, this is probably his earliest set piece. And we actually have an actual person who existed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this play is often... That, that's Arc, Archiblades. This play is often lumped in with the tragedies, 
but it really isn't. Well, it's a tragedy that <laughs> that it's not finished. Oh, it's yeah, it's probably probably, probably not, not finished. finished. Well, and it's it also might... this is this one is also one of the most likely that has a second author attributed yeah. to it as well. Right. Um. The this one is more than likely a collaborative effort. Is it Middleton? I don't remember. Uh, yes, Middleton. So, in the this one is okay. So this is written. They said in around sixteen oh five, which makes it kind of in the middle of his career to be still writing with someone else. With someone else. Yeah, it's like it's like he it's like he's like. Like Ran into a buddy at yeah. a bar and was like, "We should do something. We together. should totally do something together." And they're like, "Oh, I know. Let's write it right now while we're still drunk." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On a fucking cocktail napkin yeah. on a Wednesday. <laughs> like the choices that were made while writing this play make it both hilarious when it's not supposed to be, mm-hmm. and tragic yeah. in that. Uh, I don't want to watch this ever. What so you you say it like that, like the version of Good Omens where Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman met each other at a bar on a Wednesday and wrote down Good Omens on the back of a cocktail napkin wouldn't be pretty good. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But I, but I want to read thing. Slapdash Good Omens. Here's you, the thing. You probably should read it. It's I read the Slapdash. I've read the original. Here's the thing. I feel like this Shakespeare play should be more widely known by our generation as one that definitely appeals deep down to the nihilism that lives in all of us. Nietzsche would like this one. Have you ever met a millennial in your life who doesn't want to be Timon of Athens when they grow up? Just living in a cave in the woods, throwing gold at people to make them go away. You know what? Um... He doesn't like to be called a millennial. <laughs> but I know for a fact that Ryan Halfwell would love to stand... I'm not on, a millennial. ...on a hill. I know. Only because I don't want to argue with you. Oh, sorry. It's 81, and you were... I was born in 81. I'm, yeah. a, I'm technically Gen X. Gen X. So, and I hold on to that technicality with every fiber of my being, because... First half of the year, too. So, sure. You're going to take it. So... I know for a fact that Ryan Hatfield does want to live on the top of a hill inside a cave where anybody who walks up, he can either throw stones or gold at them and scream at them to get off their lawn or bring him more toilet paper. I know that this is a dream of his because we've talked about this in our youth. Yeah. He has been a crotchety old cave dweller for at least 19 years. So really, I feel like people that we know that are our age should know about this play more because I feel like they would... Very the, much identify. The hilarious thing about this, what I think is, one of the things I think is most hilarious about this is the play is written in 1605, or attributed to have been written in 1605. The first known production of this play, 1674. So they even knew that it was a shit. <laughs> Nobody fucking did this. And, <laughs> they and, wrote it, and then they're like, let's put this one in a And it was an adaptation. Mm-hmm. So Somebody else... Decided to put on the play and adapted. All right, <laughs> adapted to the script. So let's let's drag this script through the mud in like an hour and a half. The first time it was actually Shakespeare's so full text, the, like the first recorded time that it was Shakespeare's actual full text and not an adaptation as far as performance was like 1761 in Ireland. I love that. So we start at 
Timon, 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 Pumbaa, 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 Pumbaa's um, house, at his house with all of these poets artisans, and painters, poets, painters, philosophers, merchants. merchants, jewelers, and they're all talking about how great he oh, is. And this guy is amazing. Time and it our, happens. Our, He's just yes, like the, the titular character, generous, patronizing wealthy, our art constantly. Yes. You have some money for this, and you have some money for this. And then we we meet him. He comes in with all of these lords. And he does just walk around going, that painting soup's pretty. Here's some money. Here's some money. Oh, what a beautiful jewel. You have been under, that's been undervalued. Let me give you more money. Let me give you some money. He is the Dr. Saperstein of Athens. (laughs) Money, please. Money, please. So, and Athens is Mona Lisa. I think, all right, we need to start. (laughs) And John Ralphio. Here's the drinking game for this show now. Every time in the show where we say money please, you have to kill your beer. Because <laughs> it happens at least oh, one every show. <sighs> Just a bit. Uh, money All right. Please. Now, is it, is it only the first time that we go money please, or is it like every time we're. Maybe we should just make it a social. Everybody has to drink when you, we When somebody says money, money please. Money please. All right, well. Here we go. Everybody drink. Solange. Stolf. So, anyway, so they're all talking about how great Timon of Athens is. Look at all this money that he's given us. He's so amazing. He's so amazing. And then he comes in, and a messenger comes in and says, Hey, your pal, Ventidius. Um, <laughs> and Beth is giggling because his name has Titty in it. <laughs> no. Comes in and goes, Hey, yeah. this guy has been, been falling into debt. And I mean, so it's he's just, been it's in just prison. Five, it's just five little slurs or bucks or whatever yeah, they call it's, it. And it's time. It's like, Oh, of course. Here, let me give you the money right now. A Go and in need is a friend indeed. And invite him to my supper where I'm having friend all of my closest better. friends and we're going to throw a banquet. Yeah, you don't just get someone out of trouble. You help them when they're in trouble. And then an old Athenian comes in and he goes, I need to talk to you, Timon, because your servant is trying to abscond with my daughter. My daughter's been raised to make a good marriage. She must bring wealth in when she marries. And Timon's like, well, how much would she... Bring in if you married her to the man of your choice. Three bucks. I will give you more than that if you let my servant marry her so he can be happy. And the old man's like, it's a deal. Done, I got rid of a girl. Yay! I sold off my daughter. Fucking Athenians always sell off their daughters. Why didn't he just take her to the king and the duke and... They could have killed her in the morning if she didn't do what they wanted. Yeah. But basically, Timon is so welcoming and generous and friendly and cheerful and nothing dampens his spirit and he loves his friends and he's going to shower wonderful things upon them and there's even this guy who comes Ape his Mantis. name is Ape Mantis the Ape Mantis it's A-P-E-M-A-N-T-U-S you tell me how you'd say that now that is Ape Mantis <laughs> I was giggling a lot when I was reading that at it's work it's probably Appamantis it's probably Appamantis going Greek mm-hmm. but uh, that's it. One of the alternate spellings does have an R in there. Aperamantis. Aperamantis. Is my... But I prefer to call him the Ape-Man, so... It feels, it feels cool. That wrap a wet paper towel around your glass beer bottle to make it oh, cold, it always works. Good life hack. It is. If you need to get a warm beer cold in 15 minutes, wrap a wet paper towel around it and put it in the freezer. It'll be stone cold. It'll be great. There's science behind that. There is. There's also, if you take a cooler, fill it with ice and water, put some salt, 
in the yes. water, yes. it will also chill your beverages within a half hour. So yes. there's, don't worry, we got the drinking life hacks because Ryan and I have been professionals <laughs> for almost two decades, right, Ryan? That's right. Now we professionally podcast about drinking. We are professional drunken Shakespeare theologians. It's true. T-shirt coming. So T-shirt coming. Love it. Ape Mantis might be my favorite character. He's fantastic. Because he just hangs out in the back of this feast going, I hate all of you. I hate society. I hate what you represent. Everything Why about you, you is here? wrong. Everything about you so, is dumb. So we started with old style, and now we're going to drink Greek alpha. beer. Greek beer. Alpha. Which I have never had before. I haven't either. When I walked into the BG Beverage Center, I'm like, oh, what are you looking for? What can I help you find? Startled the shit out of me. Like, he needed a bell on him. <laughs> it doesn't take much to startle me as well. You so, you have always been... Uh, I mean, yeah, easily startled. I'm not Zan, but I'm still easily startled. What can I get for you? And I'm like, ah, you know, I do a podcast shit. Oh, you do the, the, the Poe thing. No, it's Shakespeare. Oh, yeah, Shakespeare. What are you guys doing tonight? I'm like, ah, it's a stinker. It's... <laughs> It's Timon of Athens. I mean, it's just about a bunch of people who get together and bitch at a couple of different parties. He goes, oh. Oh, we got a Greek beer. I'm like, done. <laughs> Take I love they know us there. I feel like we should make the BG Beverage Center the official sponsors of... Uh, the official unofficial sponsors. They are They are the uno- They are the official unofficial sponsor because every every time that we record, Beth and I stop in there and buy our beer there. Beth is making a face. It's because it's a malt lager? Well, technically all lager is Ryan malt. Is. <laughs> it's really malty. Like, it's... Oh, it's like... It's like it's drinking like, those it's stingers. Like, it's like, uh, like Mickey's. Yeah. Yeah, that's what... The stingers, yeah. the Mickey's. I'm going to try that, so I'm going to break off. It's almost like a weak-ass Carlsberg. Carlsberg had like the malt flavor is real strong. Wow, it's not bad. It's not, but it is definitely a malty lager. Yeah, a lot of malt in there. All right, either way, I bet Cassie would be able to tell the difference between that beer and other also, beers. Also, expired beers that taste all the same. Expired March eighth. Oh, or August third, depending on which way you do the dates. Either way, both are passed. <laughs> It's a good thing it's filled with alcohol. I'm sure we won't die, right? <laughs> Bottled alcohol doesn't really actually expire. Your logic is dumb. As long as it's stored at a consistent temperature. So, Ape Mantis comes in, and he walks up to the poet, and he's like, your poetry tells me nothing of life. It's useless. You literally live a useless life, Godet. He walks up to the painter, and he's like, that painting? Useless. It will not do anything for me. It barely depicts anything. Timon of Athens is like, oh, no, come on. It's pretty. It's pretty. Do you see it's pretty? And he's like, fuck pretty. Yeah. I hate everything about you. Ape man. You are terrible. I don't even know why I'm here. I'm in your house, but you suck balls. You're here because I've invited you. You are of Athens. You are welcome in my home and at my feast. Welcome. I will be generous to you. Fuck you. Give me some crayfish or something. And I love that he's just so surly and angry he's, in the he's, corner. And he's Timon is surly just, and cynical. You are welcome. And he is unflappable. Yeah. You are welcome. Both you of are them are here. unflappable I and love flapping. Well, and that that the beginning correlation between Timon and Ape Mantis, Timon, Timon, <laughs> Timon. I feel like Too I much. can call them both whatever I want. Timmy, Timmy of Athens. 
And the ape mantis. Okay, when I set this one on a playground, he's going to become Timmy. Timmy, don't do this play. <laughs> I, I know when I walked in, we're like, let's get this one done. And I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. I mean, it's kind of that bad. Yeah, well, you know, it's not. Bad. It's not good. It's not good. I'd rather watch King well, John. Well, it's yeah. Anyway, I mean, King John's at least not one of the problem plays. Well, okay, so let's move on because this is just going to yeah. get dumber. So that's just that's just the scene. It is going to get dumber. And You're then kidding. into the feast comes, which I don't know why this is a change in act or scene. This is a scene break, but they don't really change anything. They just like walk to the back of the room. Um, but we have the guests come, and one of them is Alcibiades. Alcibiades. So that that is a real person. Alcibiades. I'm not sure. I like to call them Archiblades. 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 I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his name. So he's a real person in history. I mean, and so is Timon. Yeah. So so Timon is supposed to be a real person. All these lords come in. Um, we're here for this feast. Isn't Timon great? He throws these parties. He invites us places. He gives us money. He's the most generous soul in Athens. We love him. He's a true friend. Oh, he's been written about in several so- Socratic dialogues. Yeah, on and on and on, on and on and on, just like uh, unending praise of Timon. It's like great. we get it, Will. Thank you. We understand. This is how you think people should be now. In walks Flavius. And Flavius is one of Timon's servants. The wettest of wet, wettest of wet blankets. Listen, uh, Timon, you got no money. In fact, you gave away more money than you had. Like, you are super in debt because you keep giving everybody everything they ask for and not worrying about your finances. And at the same time this is happening, somebody else walks up and says, "Can can can I get a buck? Yeah, of course. Here you go. Stop doing that. <laughs> and Timon's like, well, if I was in this much trouble, you should have told me beforehand. Uh, I, I told you on multiple occasions. I literally, <laughs> um, I recall having this exact I, conversation last I, week. I sent you five emails all with read receipts. Mm-hmm. I know that you saw it. <laughs> you 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 clicked yeah. yes that you read them. But I, I love this conversation so, between Timon and All right, and so they're at this Flavius. huge party. And he finds out he has no money. So... What he does is he goes, guys, I'm out of money. Party's over. And everybody leaves. Why The party's, like, you've already paid for it. Right. You've already bought all the food. You've already paid for the dancers. You've Because he did buy dancers to come in and dance. Because the women in this play are just set pieces. Or yeah. talking about venereal diseases. That's literally all the yeah. women in this play. Yeah. 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 They're, yeah. They're here for set dressing. Some weird pussy jokes later. Yeah, there are some, some weird. weird and unfortunate. They are. Yeah. They are very unfortunate. They made me, yeah. like, because of course, again, I was reading this at work. Right. Because <laughs> why else should I get paid to do a job? I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please don't watch. No, I'm just kidding. I did real work today. Um, but I had to laugh out loud and be like, hey, come over here. You have to listen to this. This is the funniest pussy joke ever. And they're like, I don't. What? They're going to call HR on you. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, good God, the things they talk about. I know way too much about everybody's habits. Okay. <laughs> so he, Tim, Timon's like, all right, everybody, I'm out of money. So you probably should leave. I can't give you anything. And they're like, peace. Well, then fine. They scatter like. Well, and Timon, Timon it's also. Just he, man left. 
he basically finds out that his house, like his land, has to be sold. Got got as already sold. Yeah, <laughs> like it's been like, so, right, it's so been sold out from underneath him to pay. A little for... bit of a crisis, and Eight Man's like, "Ha! But you're sorry, you gave away all your stuff now." No, like, no, no, I'm not. My friends, okay. my friends, I've got me. friends. Then we go to the Senate in Act Two. So they are sitting there in a room in a government facility tallying up how much this man who has given everything away how much he owes and seeing that he's still living the life he had then i drop that they decide it's time all right this guy owes too much money he still seems to be living extravagantly call in those chips every single one of them this nice generous guy go get him so the senate sends a guy to like Take his money back. An ape-man and a fool are there, though. Oh, ape-man. He's more of my fool than the fool is. Ape-man and a fool sounds like a really good morning shock jock. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's and actually... And the Beth and I are going to transition to that after ape this. Ape-man and the fool. I'm, I'm ape-man, she's the fool. Hee-hee. Mm-hmm. That's what we're that's what we're gunning for after this. We're I'm here for it. Once we hit episode seventy four, it's gonna stop being Shakespeare and it's gonna be Eight Man and the Fool. Alright. And we're gonna go through uh and pretend that we're talking to the actual characters. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to invite people on to play characters and every time we'll just discuss why they did the things we're they gonna, did. We're gonna do a, a hard left turn like every, improv comedy. If you yeah. ever listen to uh sounds good. Sounds everything good. is alive. Mm-hmm. Just like that, where they're doing interviews with, like, Coke bottles and things like that. Okay. If you haven't listened to Everything is Alive, it is absurd. We're gonna, we're basically going to turn it into a Shakespeare RPG. We're not. Oh my gosh, we should! <laughs> she's th- Y'all she said don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> she, said we're, she said we're not before she heard what I said. <laughs> for, she knows you well. For the record, I put everything Ryan says on a three-second delay to find out. <laughs> Otherwise, I just end up punching him for no reason because I assume whatever is going to come out of his mouth is going to piss me the fuck off. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But anyway. We, di- we digress. Flavius comes back to time and he's like, this has gotten severe. The senators are calling in all of your debts. They've taken the house. They've taken your land. Does that mean I should stop eating these strawberries coated in gold? Yes. But I just, one more? Ah? I mean, what a lot hurt, but I mean, it's a little gush. Simon goes, okay, listen, I've given a lot of money to a lot of friends and I'm sure. Somebody can help me out. They will give money back to me now that I'm in need and the tables have turned. So he sends all of his servants out to all of his friends. He's like, you go ask him for 50 gold pieces. You go ask him for a thousand gold pieces because I've definitely given him that much money. And let me know what they say. Like, bring the money back to me the, so we the can The people he considers his closest friends. His yeah. closest friends. Um, so Guess like, what? Uh, they don't. Yeah, um, they tell so all of them. Fuck directly off is yeah. what they say. So, what is it? Sorry, man, it's all on a car. Nothing I can do. This like the, I like very plastic, this, dude. He goes to this guy's house, whose name is All L's. Ushilalulus. <laughs> I believe it's All L's. Lucullus or Lucullus. Lulululus. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it means butterfly. Either way, he like he goes to welcome. 
Timon's servant into the house. And oh, you have a box. It must be a gift. Another gift for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And he's like, actually, this is my collection box. I have come to see if you have some monies for me because my daddy is broke. And money, please. Money, please. Oh, damn it. Uh. This was a bad we place. We can't gamify this was... our own podcast while recording it. This was a bad play to start that on. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the next three acts are just money, please. All right. At least we didn't do it during Merchant of Venice. <laughs> Butt cheek, please. <laughs> oh, hot damn. That was good. You're welcome. Good, I liked it. You're welcome. All right. So... All of his friends start turning him away and berating him. Like, like dare you ask us for money? Yeah. What kind of a friend are, are you? Who the fuck do you think you are coming to my house? You're the guy with the money, not me. If only you had been more careful with your own finances, you wouldn't be in this situation. I gave you my finances. It's that fucking, the guys from Orange County Chopper. The, and the, so, throw on the chair. The la 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 guy also tries to be like, hey, can you just, all right, I know you're here. And I know we've seen each other. Like, I know that that's the reality. But could you just pretend like I wasn't at home when you came to visit? Because when his fortune does come back, I am going to want to take money from him again. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to duck him now. But I'm probably going <laughs> to. Like, I'm totally going to mooch later. So, I, like, I was never here. I was never here. You didn't meet me. Oh, and what's insufferable is that there's two guys with the names that are all else. Well, there's Lucius and so, Lucullus. Or... And Lucullus and then Lucilius. Lucilius, that's what it is, yes. I don't remember another one. So, Lucocious or whatever. Precocious. Loquacious. La 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 la. That's the one that I'm like. Well, well and there's a Lucius. <laughs> and there's a Lucius. Yeah, there's yeah. Lucilius. Come on, Shakespeare. Lucilius, Lucullus, and Lucius. None of them are Greek. None of these are Greek names. But... His fall from grace, his fall from money, I don't think that has anything to do with grace, but his fall from money has so outraged the people of Athens that just strangers on the street are talking about how he has no money. Just like and about people. how all of his friends have denied him. Like, he yeah. is the hot gossip. That he just... How, oh yeah, everybody's out there chatting how, shit about him. How could they do that to him? Oh, Will you give him some money? Oh, God, no. No, I'm not giving him any money. No, why the hell would I give him money? He just spends it all. It's, uh, it's terrible. He just, I, if I gave him money, he would give it to somebody else. So, Lucius, um, he's he's our little Judas Iscariot. I would never demi- deny, never deny time and any money. If he needed it for me, I would give it to him. It's not Judas Iscariot. It's Peter that you're referencing. Yeah, Peter's the one who denies Jesus. Thrice. I'm a fucking pagan and I know that. My mom is going to be so mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I should sing the Apostle song now. Oh, my pet. Unrelated. But my pastor put a status on Facebook. She's got a three-year-old daughter. Um, And she put a quote from her daughter on Facebook today. Uh, Eliza says, Mom, I don't need you to tell me anything about the Bible. I already know everything. Well, <laughs> at three. Well, guys. It's Armageddon. early to turn into a teenager. Armageddon's here. Last time somebody came, we knew it all. All right. Either that or maybe, never mind. That's a mm. Dune reference. Let's not go there. Okay. So, but Lucius, 
But he's like, I would never deny him. And then Time and Servant comes up and he goes, oh, shoot, I left my wallet in my other pants. Checks in the mail. <laughs> oh, my mom's calling. Gotta go. Bye. I have to wash my hair. <laughs> yeah. So the strangers then start talking about, oh, Lucius is so hypocritical. Like, they are, yeah, they are the hot gossip. Hot gossip. And so, all of the servants come back to Tymon, and they say, hey, this is the situation. And he's like, all of them? This guy, this guy? Literally, literally every motherfucker My favorite one was the, uh, Sempronius? Sempronius. He's like, I'm not gonna give any money, because you came here last. How dare you ask me last? Yes. Mm -hmm. Woo! And so that's they, a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one because I mean, who's going to dispute that? Of course, you go to Sempronius' house first, and he's going to be like, "I'm not giving any money because you came to me first. How dare you come to me first?" Sempronius. And so, Timon says to Flavius, "Flavius, send out invitations. I'm throwing a feast." Now, and Flavius is like, "Dude, we just talked about this. You don't <laughs> Dude, have any money. He's like, trust me. You don't even have land anymore. Send out the invitations." To all of my friends, all of those who've refused me money, I'm throwing a feast. So he goes from, don't worry, don't worry, everything's going to be all right. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, Hakuna Matata. Means to, no worries. To, how, to how Titus Andronicus the... in like three seconds. Yeah. Huh? Oh, we are 41 minutes in. 41 yeah. minutes to make a Hakuna Matata joke. <laughs> Not bad. I mean, I did jump in with Pumbaa. No, yeah, but, but we didn't did, go full but... Hakuna Matata until, yeah, yeah 41 right. minutes? That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, in the was meantime... There, was there a pool? Nobody asked me to put a bet on it. <laughs> the... Everybody knows I don't look at the time. In the meantime, Arcblades, uh, one of his men, <laughs> killed, killed a man in the heat of passion. And so the Senate's like, dude... He's got to be punished, and Arcblades is like, no, no, no. Uh, See, if you kill someone in the heat of passion, it should be less than if you planned to kill someone because you didn't you know, like nothing could have stopped you. You were in the heat of the moment, like. And that's, that's Arcblades' whole defense for the guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally that's a murder party situation. You never know what's gonna. It's it, like jazz, but with violence. It is like jazz, but with violence. You're right. You never know. Is it gonna go to left? Is it gonna go to right? And all of a sudden, you just gotta man. follow the. You gotta follow the beat. Skibbity pop. And the Senate's like, uh. <laughs> And the Senate Senate sits there and goes, it's the worst defense anyone's ever mounted. Uh, Don't argue with us or we're going to exile you. Now, this was... (laughs) Like, like, seriously, you came in here as a defense attorney and shit the bed, man. Now, since... (laughs) That's what they tell him. Since this play was written, it is important that this is no longer the worst defense. The Twinkie defense is the worst defense, as in, I was so hyped up on sugar from eating too many Twinkies that I killed... eating too many Twinkies... That I killed a guy. That I killed a man. Right. Well, I mean, that's now you, you could do the Johnny Cash defense. That you know, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. It's not a defense. That's an, that's, that's, <laughs> that's an that's that's admission, admission of guilt. Yes, <laughs> that's an admission of guilt. But they say, "Look, dude, you've been arguing with us. We don't like that. You're banished. Banished from Athens." All right. So let's put a pin on why the fuck is Archibald in this play? <laughs> I'm literally writing that. Why the fuck is Archiblades in this play? Why is he here? I think What's it's Alkib- I think it's Alcibiades. It is. No, so, it's Archiblades. It's Arc- well, yeah, to us, so it's Archiblades. It's Archiblades. He will always be Archiblades. That's it's Archiblades. Here's here's the story is why it's Archiblades. That's what Chase is playing Archiblades in Shakespeare the RPG. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be Ape Mantis and you're gonna be Archiblades. <laughs> I want everybody to know they can't see what Chase just did, but he just made his arms do little like hooks. arcs, two arcs, hook arcs. <laughs> 
I made his hands really pointy like blades. Exactly. Um, so. I'm embarrassed to know him right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm, yeah, you married so, him. You, you can't be embarrassed. You made a choice. So I, when reading, I was reading a graphic novel history of Greece. Um, because who doesn't have one of those? Right. Yeah. And yeah. there was... Fucking nerd. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> and there's this character... And this spelled this way, the Elsa Blitz. <coughs> and he is just kind of like, he is a general of Athens. Oh, of Sparta. No, Athens. He's a general of Athens. During the time in which Athens and Sparta are fighting, he gets pissed. So like always? Like always. He gets pissed at Athens because they won't continue to praise him and make him a god. So he goes to Sparta and sells the Spartan king all of the secrets of Athens. Then the Spartan king's like, you are a traitor and I will kill you for being a traitor. Thanks for the secrets. So he runs away again to Persia, does the exact same thing. The Persian king is like, good. Now I can kill everybody. (laughs) I've been waiting for one of you motherfuckers. And Arcblades goes, oh, I may have made a mistake here and everybody I know might die. Goes back to Athens to tell them what he did. But (laughs) <laughs> but 20-year-old Beth was probably a little something-something when I was reading this. And it became, like, the, I swear to God, the way it was spelled was Arc Blades. And I tried to talk to somebody in my Greek history class. And they're like, um, what? Who the fuck is Arc Blades? <laughs> you know that's not a word. I pulled out the book. I'm like, yeah, 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 here. And they're like, that's an L. <laughs> yeah, I see that it is an L now. But you realize <laughs> and that. The and the other one's an I. Like, have you ever just read words that you only ever see on the paper and you try to say them out loud and they sound dumb? Yep. That's why he's Arcblades. He'll always be Arcblades. That's fine. That's Chase's playing him in the RPG. So, Arcblades hears that he's been banished and he goes, "Uh, All right, well, then I guess I'm going to burn Athens to I'm going to start. I'm fucking shit up. Exactly. This is what I'm talking about. (laughs) So Beth just went full Chris Farley for the people who can't see this at home. He's only saying that because I'm seriously overweight and my whole chin shook. Right. No, that's because you did the van, ba- van down by the river motion. I did. I did. So, but then... <laughs> fuck you guys, Athens. I don't understand why I can't do what I want. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're not even cool. I'm going to burn this place. I'm out of here. And then we get to my favorite scene. In this entire The party? Life. Yes. Yes. So. <laughs> it's so good. This is like the most awkward. Like, no, I it's thought. the most extra. It is. I it's so it extra. The most extra. It is very, it's very Titus extra. Andronicus had the most awkward feast scene. <laughs> no. Incorrect. In, incorrect. Justified. Compared to Timon. So Timon. Well, that. that. His, <laughs> His yeah. lord friends, and they're seated around the table going, hey, Timon, we're so glad that you got enough of your fortune back together that you could throw a feast for I us. I have a new painting for you to see. I have a new poem for you to read. We're I have so happy. Yay. We're so thrilled. I have more Ooh. jewels and things. You won't throw money yes, at yes, me. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we will serve you dinner now. And everybody gets a covered plate. They're like, ooh, a covered plate. What oh, wonderful thing could be. What could it's be under plate. here? It's in the cloche. And so... Dramatically, take the covers off, and everybody has in front of them a bowl of hot water with Lu- lukewarm water, lukewarm water, and rocks. 
Yeah, it's not even hot water. So it's like, they're like, what the fuck is this? This, all you did was waste my evening. Like, this doesn't even hurt me. So he, like, throws so some water. He throws water in their faces. Throwing water in everybody's faces. Talking about what horrible people they are. Throws throws the dishes like, at him, sprays them with water, and then he runs off into the night like fucking Frankenstein's say, monster. Say what you want about Titus. Say what you want about Iago or Macbeth. Nobody in the Shakespeare canon snaps as hard as Timon of Athens snaps. And you were right. This not is about yet. as extra as it gets because it's pointless. And not yet. Not, not. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if Lear snaps as bad as no. Timon of Athens. Like Lear goes crazy in a slow, gentle like hug. This is. This guy just went from like, oh yeah, everybody will help me. Don't worry. Don't worry. Everything's fine. To throw water in their faces and let them melt. Throw water in their faces. Serve, serve them rocks for dinner. Throw like, water in their faces. Run away to live in a cave. In he, the sca- he scampers off into the night like a fucking... This is the shit a 13-year-old girl would pull when her friends <laughs> all called her up on three-way and found out whether or not she liked Billy or not and then told Billy then about told it. Then told Billy. Sold her, sold her out. Threw her under the bus to Billy. Like, I thought Romeo and Juliet was going to be easy to adapt to the elementary school setting, but nope. this play, man, it's already there. So, so yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the best scene, though, the best scene in this, okay, so he throws the water and he runs out all dramatic and you hope that he, like, accidentally tripped on a log and, like, had to get up and walk away, like, kind of slowly upset because his ankle hurts. Mm-hmm. But then, like, everybody's just sitting there, like, looking at each other. And they like just go to get their stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, like they, they awkwardly decide to get up to leave. They yeah. awkwardly pick up their shit and go. Well, and what's great is that they're all sitting there like, I just snapped me, and we didn't do anything. I yes, like you did. This nothing. is crazy. And literally, well, because these self-centered pricks don't realize yeah. that like. Like, the exit line is literally four floors saying, one day he gives us diamonds, next day stones. I don't understand it. All I did was deny him a thousand dollars when he needed it to get out of debt after he gave me, like, $10,000. Yeah, well, I think this is the mean girls of Shakespeare. Yeah. She doesn't even go here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so does Eight Manus going to show up to time and be like, it's Wednesday, so we wear pink? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Pink togas. No, yes. Ape Mantis would be the one going, stop trying to make Fetch happy. Yes. Or as Arc Blades is the one who says, shows up and says, on Wednesdays we wear pink. Yes. And then it's murders everybody who comes in in not pink. And says, crime of passion. Don't there was worry. a crime of passion. All right, so. What? Time in leaves Athens. He what curses the walls and traces <laughs> into the wilderness. He's got such a great monologue. He, Anarchy descend on them all. <laughs> Like he just like, he flips the switch and goes from nicest nicest dude ever. Like he's a total cinnamon. Nobody hole. snaps as hard as Timon no, of no. Athens. You're so, right. You are right. Maybe we should talk about character progression at some point in time because he doesn't have any. He just no. is A and then is Z. Well, it's time. It's time for me to crack this one open then because we're moving on to the next part of Timon's character. Oh, you cheeky bastard. Cheeky bastard not, right. stout. Ape Mantis is cheeky the whole time. That's true. This could be Ape Mantis's beer. Hmm. Also, he looks like the, the guy on the can of the cheeky bastard. He looks like the rogue sca- like scoundrel 
Mm-hmm. He's probably going to tie you up to the track. Yeah, he, he does have he does have a little bit He's of a, a snidely rake. whiplash. No, because a rake that can be redeemed, a rogue. There's no. I mean, look, he shaves that mustache off. He's fine. Yeah, but he won't. Yeah. But I I feel like so we've got all right. To, we've got the Shakespeare scale of dumb that we have to figure out at some point when we finish reading everything. But I think we also need to do the scale of snapping. Like who who like snaps, who snaps, the, snaps hardest? the hardest? Who, when confronted, whose with... rubber band did not have the elastic <laughs> necessary? Yeah, like, and then who's who's out there? Who's out there with with fucking braces, rubber bands, holding their sanity together? Yeah. I bet it's time in a bad place. Um, yeah, this guy's not. He's not making but it. The end of this monologue: the gods confound. Hear me, you good gods all. The Athenians both within and out that wall, and grant as time and grows, his hate may grow to the whole race of mankind, high and low. Amen. And he disappears into the woods. Fucking so basically, off into the fucking woods. He stood at the outside the walls where no one was and no one could see him and no one could hear him and he flicked off that wall as hard as he could. He basically like looked at the wall and was yeah, like, can just, you feel this? I'm doing it as hard as I can. Yeah. And then we get to my second favorite scene in the show with the servants all coming to Flavius going, um, what happens now? And Flavius going, man, I don't know. Why do I have to hold this shit together? But but Flavius is you know his 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 loyal servant. Vows. This should be the tragedy of Flavius. It is. It is the it tragedy is. of Flavius. He tries his best. Hashtag relatable, man. Yeah, shit goes yeah. south for Flavius. I'm hard. pretty sure we've all had these managers. We've all had these yeah. bosses that are just like. We've all been Flavius. Yeah. What the fuck happens now? So they're like, uh, can we? Um, are we gonna get paid? Money? Tymon doesn't have any money. But he vows to find. He spent he, the last of his money on those covers. On, on the goddamn, on the goddamn cloches for the fucking. <laughs> for the goddamn rock feast. But he didn't spend anything on the rocks. They were from the garden. No, they were imported. They no. were imported? Yeah, those are Damascan rocks. <laughs> they need it. He needed them to be porous, just like those people stole. That, that, that water was bottled in Troy. That's Troy? Trojan spring water. Oh, it's only the best. We should go get it off the floor. I so, can't believe he sprayed it in those motherfuckers' faces. They didn't deserve it. They, they didn't. They deserved it. Dasani or nothing. That's right. It should have been Delphian water. <laughs> they, they should, Nestle. They should have gotten... Uh, Nestle. Nestle brand. All right, so Flavius gives them what little money they have, and they're like, okay, we'll stay friends then. And they leave. <laughs> and then the next we see is Tymon. Tymon. Coming out of a cave. Living in a cave, sustaining in himself on roots. This and berries. Pulling a, pulling a Thanos. He's, he's, pull, pulling a Ryan Hathill, you mean. He's got, a, he's got a full Caliban living in a fucking cave. Oh my god, is this where Caliban comes from? <laughs> maybe Caliban Maybe Caliban uh, is Tymon's In the intermeeting years child, or like, however long. Ty, Tymon's out there, right, he bangs so, cigarettes. Here's my question. How much time has passed? Because they're non-specific. Or I didn't catch it. Well, like, how big is how big does Tymon's beard get, basically, is what yeah. you're asking? Because he didn't, not like he took I a think, razor. Do you think, think this has been, like, go, three days? No, if we go for the funny option, it's, like, the next day. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's literally, he's gone to shit that fast. But he's, he's digging for food, and he digs up this cache of gold. So clearly, Aaron has been here before. <laughs> yes, he buried that gold under a tree. So he finds all of this gold, and he goes, 
God damn it! Get away from me! And I somehow, 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 other people find out. He's living in a cave so, in the woods let's say, by himself. Let's because say you're sick. The wall of Athens is here and the cave is oh, here. The ca- like literally the cave. The cave is like a hundred yards outside of Athens. Yeah. He waves to the guards in the morning. He's They're the, fine. He's the kid who runs away and pitches a tent in the backyard because his parents are mean. Right. So, yeah, that's as far as he got. Is, yeah, he's still inside the fence. It's fine. So, yeah, so, so arc blades and... Ryan, can I ask you a question? Let's say your friend snaps, loses his mind, walks away from everything he has and go lives in the woods. What do you bring him? What's what's a suitable gift for like a cave warming? Is it hookers? Well, it depends on the friend. <laughs> That's the right answer. Let's say you've met this friend mm, four times. No, no, I don't take him hookers after the fourth day. Well, that's what Arc Blades does. <laughs> Arc blades and ape mantis and some bandits. To be fair, I don't think camp stoves existed at this point. What, and the hooker's gonna be a camp stove? Don't burn bitches. Come on. <laughs> Chase! <laughs> but before oh, we get that, we get further evidence of Timon's <laughs> extras. <laughs> because uh. arc blades. Uh, Comes up and, and goes, you know, who's who goes there? And Timon goes, I am misanthropus. <laughs> yes. And yes, he is mankind. For thy part, I do wish thou wert a dog that I might love thee something. Somebody's I want breaking to... out the goth knight name. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, no shit. Why? I don't know anybody who's used the name misanthropus. That would have been a great goth knight That's name. Oh, good. Somebody text cat. She needs to change. Tell so, her so change her DJ name. Her DJ, DJ name is now going to be Misanthropus. Um, so don't really. She's got a good one. DJ Widget is perfect for her. Yeah, but I still think you should tell her. I mean, look, look it'll happen. It'll happen. So, stop trying to make Misanthropus happen. He is. I will never. I can't disassociate this scene from the episode of South Park where Kyle becomes a goth. <laughs> Is that the one with the with the the old school like cure goth? Yeah, and they're like roaming the mall in some sort of weird pack, and all of a sudden he's got like the black bangs coming down and the black eyeliner around his eyes. Guys, I've seen trouble. I think Butters becomes a cop. Yeah, some point too. no, he he doesn't. He he is actually the catalyst for is he, no longer. Oh, is being he the cure? Goth. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, he 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 walked in. It's like yeah, I'm sad, but you know, I'm gonna be happy later. And if you put your identity around being said, maybe fuck you a little bit. Wow. Very profound. That was pretty profound. If only someone had been there to be the butters. For Timon. For four 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 times of that. Well, Flavius is trying to be his butters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Flavius apparently can't find him. No. Even though he's outside the rope. Just follow Archiblades and the hookers. (laughs) And so Archiblades asks at one point, like, hey, Timon, what friendship can I do you? do for you. And time is like, just maintain my opinion. It's like, what's that? He's like, promise to be my friend and then desert me in my time of need. Easily done. Cool. Yeah, Arcblaze is right on top of that. He's like, I don't... Awesome. Brought you hookers. Yeah, and then the yeah. hookers and Timon. Okay, so... They just start yelling at each other about, about fucking VD. Yeah, so... I don't have my full text version. But what? The f- what is going on? 
Why are they having these discussions about venereal diseases? Well, Shakespeare is the king of dick and fart jokes. Yeah, but these aren't necessarily funny. <laughs> well, maybe this is Middleton's fault. All right, we'll go with Middleton. That's fair. We yeah, can blame Middleton. Middleton. Middleton wrote this. So if you want to see some really bad venereal disease jokes, Tim of Athens, Timon of Athens, Act Simba 4. Simba of Athens. Simba of Athens. Nala Act, of Athens. Act 4, Scene 3. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. Mufasa. Mufasa. And then they find out he's got gold. Yeah. Arcblades is like, hey, I'm planning to overthrow the Athenian government. Like, no big, just perfect. Something I'm doing this weekend. And Tymon's like, hey, I got underground gold. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> you want some? Do you want some gold? Uh, wait, wait, yes, I do. I got, um, some, I got some dirt gold over here. Here. You and take then, this gold. And then the hookers are like, uh, can we? Will you Simple. go spread your nasty, nasty cooter diseases everywhere? Will you, will, will you go? <laughs> he charges them to go. I don't, yeah, and he does. Spread he, he, their pays them, he pays disease. them to send the snatch plague throughout the fucking Greek. The snatch plague. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, so he's just that one's pretty good. You called it cooter disease, so I'm, 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 I'm I think you should trademark that one. I like that one. The snatch, snatch plague. plague. Yep. Make everyone pee fire. So he gives, he throws gold at them until they leave, and he's like, "Finally, I can be alone." And then he finds more gold. Yeah, he's like, ah, "Everybody's gone. Now I find need to go back to finding tubers to eat. Diggy, diggy, diggy. <laughs> Fuck gold. I can't eat gold. And Fucking then, gold. What the shit? Eight man shows up. That's right. Eight man. Hey, Simon, I heard you were here. Why are you acting like me? This is my stick. <laughs> I had this first. Why do you have to get Yeah, I'm the dickhead. There's only room these for parts. one of us. Stoicism cannot be spread, which is not true. Stoicism is huge. Well, this isn't stoicism. This is this is definitely misanthropy. Dick, so, dickheadism. Also, um, dickheadism. also a good roller derby name <gasps> from Cat. Oh, oh yeah, misanthropy. Tell, you tell Cat right now, dibs. Best <laughs> says dibs on that for roller derby. I forgot about roller derby and that most uh, goth knight DJ names could also be yes, goth knight DJ names and roller derby names. I need to start a that's, collection. That's like a, a Venn diagram that overlaps. That is a circle. It's not quite a circle, but it largely overlaps. Um. So yeah. So eight man shows up and he's like, "Hey, dude, knock it like, off! Like you gotta stop." And Timon is super mean to him, and eight man's like. You know, I actually like you a little bit more now than I did before. Because you being a dick really resonates with me. I feel that. I feel that in my bones. And time is like, great. Hate you a lot. Hate Good. You a lot. Hate you too. Do you want to live together? No. Go no. away. No, go he, fuck yourself. And then he, but he throws gold at a eight man as well. He just throws gold at everybody who shows up. I mean, look, look when you got a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So the next, like, so gold is. Coming down the mountain because he's throwing it. So up come a bunch of bandits who are like, "Where the fuck is the gold raining from? Can I have some?" And Timon berates them, yells at them, and just throws all of this bullshit at them. They're like, "We will leave. We will fucking leave and reform if you shut the fuck up. If you just, if you will just be fucking quiet, fine." Yeah, you're right. The world sucks, and every we everything suck. sucks. You we suck. suck. Everything oh, sucks. Fine. All right. We're all fucking. We're not, all nihilists now. I'm not rating anything else. They're all. They go yeah, up there. They go up there. They're all going. There's the money, Lebowski, and then, then by the end. So yeah. So 
Timon has literally gone to the woods to escape society and human contact entirely. He doesn't see anyone. Within a scene of him getting there, he's visited by Arcblade and the Hookers, followed immediately by Ape Man, followed immediately by Bandits. Finally, (laughs) once he gets once he gets the bandits to leave, then Flavius shows up, and Timon's like, "Fuck's sake, just leave me alone." But but Flavius comes. He wants the money as well, obviously, because he wants to pay Timon's debtors off. Like, hey, instead of throwing this gold at everybody, why don't you use this gold? Because he wants him to pay off. He wants him in the woods. He wants him to to pay off back to society. He wants him to pay off his debts and come back to. Athens, and Timon is like, you're my one true friend, you know, in this otherwise bullshit fucking society and terrible, uh, filled with terrible shit birds. Listen, Flavius, you're great. Like you, here's some gold for your trouble. I live in a cave now. I cannot return to the world of man. See, there's no character development for me and no plot or no arc. It's not an arc. It's a straight jump. <laughs> Was here. He's got to jump to conclusions, Matt. He does. Only. He jumped. As soon as he jumps, the floor turns to lava. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he can't jump back. Hot, hot lava. It's fucking madness. So it's act, real hot. Act 5, scene 1 is a lot like Act 4, scene 3. Just different characters. Yes. So just as in Act 3, when he was just going around asking all the different peoples for money and getting denied, this is just other people coming and asking for monies and getting... Er, and know. he's telling them to fuck themselves. So the poet and the painter come back. Um, he beats okay. them. We've heard a rumor that there's lots of gold out here. Let's go flatter him. Uh, I found this fucking potato gold myself, motherfuckers. Get the fuck away from me. And then My goddamn potato gold. Flavius brings some senators out. Potato gold. Here well, he was digging for tubers. Tubers. So Flavius leads some senators out to the cave telling him, you know, I wouldn't bother. But the senators are like, no, no. We've promised the Athenians that we will find him again. Um, I don't know. He's not hiding very well. He's not. He's fucking right here. He's that, fucking he's across the street, guys. But the people of Athens apparently are so upset that they want him to come back and run they, they, the city. They, they want him to lead them. And he's just like, nope. Go no, hang I, yourselves. I live in a cave now. I live here. This, this is, is my cave. This is I my, live in the cave with my, my potato uh, bones. In this fact, my fucking cave. I still want you guys to burn. I mean, I actually don't care what happens to Athens. You guys can go fuck yourselves. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you're right. He tells them to go hang themselves. Yeah, go hang yourselves. Go hang yourselves. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the guy who's coming on the weekend to burn the city. Uh, tell him I said he can go fuck himself too. Yep. Yeah. Don't fuck worry. Fuck that guy too. Fuck Arc Blades and too. The senators are like, wait, um, somebody coming to burn the city? Burn the city? Ah, yeah, go fuck yourself. Uh, so I don't he, even have to tell you. I don't have to. So the senators go back and they're like, is he gonna come? I don't know. He was kind of wishy washy. He wasn't wishy washy. He told you to go die. <laughs> he said, go hang yourself. It doesn't mean go hang up some laundry and wait for me to come. Um, but they hear that Arc Blades has tried too, and the two of them want to see, you know, which side it's really going to fall under. And then Timon dies. 
just dead. Like they find him. Like how does he die? No. Did he never find any tubers to eat? And he tried to eat the gold. Oh well, yeah, that's the problem. Is every time he tried to dig up a goddamn potato, he found some more fucking gold. <laughs> he's like the worst King Midas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's like he's like all I'm trying to do and is find some okay, goddamn potatoes. Not only here's the thing though. Not only do they find Diamond dead in his cave, uh, but he had enough. Foreknowledge of his death to write. write an he wrote his a own eulogy. He wrote his why, own epitaph, which is why I don't think he's dead. I think he got so. That's spoilers for episode two of this <laughs> podcast. If we'll all remember from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, you can write a lot if you're waiting to die. Uh... And you can also write a lot if you're not dead. Because we never see a body. They found a body. Yeah, off it's, it's stage. Off, off stage. stage. This. Sorry, we've got we got some we got some time and truthers. All right. But yeah, so they. What come do you back think he lives. becomes the? Uh, you think he's a friar now? Just yes, kill I him. actually did say that earlier today. Just killing people. Um. So yeah. So, uh, so arc blades takes and fucking marches towards Athens and fucking. I'm like, wait a minute, you can't. Burn down the city. Why not? Timon's dead. Read this eulogy, man. And Archblaze reads the eulogy and goes, Oh, gosh. You're right. I can't burn down right, the city. I can't burn down the city. Why does that my stop anything? Timon is dead. I guess we should make peace then? Yeah, peace sounds good. Yeah. Do you have any more hook- can you bring, Can you bring some hookers? Yeah. That's the I, end. I know some hookers, all right? That's the end of the play. That's Here the- lies a wretched corpse of wretched soul bereft. Seek not my name, a plague consume, you wicked caitiffs left. Here lie I, Timon, who alive okay, so just all your name. living yeah. men did hate. Pass by and curse thy fill, but pass and stay not here thy gate. That is pretty much what my kid says to me every time I tell him he can't have gummies before dinner. <laughs> <laughs> a plague consume, you wicked caitiffs. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I, my kid, my kid has yelled, "What sorcery is this?" at me before. So, uh, yeah, my kid quotes Timon of Athens. So, <laughs> I'm sorry for you. I'm kidding. He doesn't. He tells me I'm terrible and he hates me. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the end of the play. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, that's Rafiki of Athens. Oh, that wasn't funny. Eh. No, I, I, that was a good no, one. No, it's well played out. I'm, I'm going to get through the rest of the characters. We got to throw Zazu in there at some point. Mm. Zazu's already in there. His fucking arc blades. Zazu was not arc blades. Oh yeah. Arc ape, blades. And if anything, ape mantis, because that man nags like a motherfucker. No, yeah, no, ape mantis is definitely Nala. Mm. Come on. No. I don't know. We have to figure out who Ape Mantis is. We, we really don't have to do this. <laughs> what we do? You know what? Okay. You know what it's important character development. So just, tell, it, just like when we did the professional drunken Shakespeare theologian, when I first used that phrase, it was about debunking the Hamlet is Yeah, no, Lion we decided King. that Timon so of Athens is lying. Let's, let's, let's see how many Shakespeare plays we can make into the Lion King if necessary. Well, that's right. We're doing one tonight. We're doing one tonight. Timon of Athens is the Lion King. Timon. Timon. Toman? Timon. Anyway, this has been the Shakespeare Podcast, episode 49. 
This is a bad play. This is a bad play. But I want to be Timon of Athens when I grow up. I am Timon of Athens when I grew up. <laughs> That's why I don't go to his house. He throws little tiny... And it's just washers at this point. He doesn't have any money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I told him to stop spending 35 cents on a washer to throw at me, but he goes, No, I like it! Yeah, he spent all his money on those covered dishes yes, so that he could serve so I could serve you rocks and rock water, warm water. I tell you, the the quality of the cookouts had took a nosedive, real quick. Right. Just like Timon of Athens' character development. Just because we didn't answer your phone calls or reply to your Venmo requests, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for a Venmo joke. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh yeah, this has been the Shakespeare podcast, episode forty-nine. Timon of Athens, Timon of Athens, the time of Athens. Uh, Timmy, extra extra title is the man hater. The man hater, yes. Mm. That is that is it was a that was one of the early drafts of Hall of Notes. So I was going as well. (laughs) Is it man eater? Yes, it is man eater. Yes. (laughs) So, yes, I'm Ryan Halfhill. I'm Beth Rowers. Cassie Greenley. Chase Greenley. Say goodnight, John Boy. <laughs> goodnight, John Boy. What the? I gotta pee. Oh, dicks. Ah, <laughs> oh, dicks. <laughs>